Hi, Pennington AG family. My name is Hope, and you're listening to the Pennington AG devotional. Good morning, or evening, or whenever you're listening. Recently, I have found that we have hit a point in this year of craziness where my soul is a little tired and weary. It's a time where I need a little bit more coffee, a little bit more encouragement and comfort and reminders of truth. And maybe you have felt this way too. A book of the Bible I always go back to when I need to be reminded of some of the basic truths of who God is and who he is in my life is the book of Psalms. In Psalm 62, verses 5 to 8, David writes, Yes, my soul, find rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress, I will not be shaken. My salvation and my honor depend on him. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. If you know anything about David's life, you know it wasn't easy. He went against Goliath as a teenager with a slingshot and a few stones. He has to run from people trying to hurt him. He gets separated from people he loves. He suffers a lot of heartbreak involving his children. So as you can see, the kind of hope that David has does not come from things always going his way. He definitely does not have a painless life, but it is not dependent on his circumstances. And there are times where David loses sight of this hope, just like we do. But ultimately, David always comes back to what he knows is the one true hope, the one that is steady, that is dependable, his mighty rock, his refuge, our refuge. And David has many psalms where he talks about how his hope is in God alone. He seemed to understand that nothing of this world that humans look for security in offers real hope, while Jesus, Jesus does. Back in August, my mom planted all these sunflowers for me and I was so excited. I pictured having my own little sunflower fields in my backyard. We had to move them around a lot and my mom started to lose some hope that they would ever bloom. I didn't. And don't worry, this won't all be about flowers, so stay with me. One day, my mom sent me a picture of one of of the sunflowers that was starting to grow. I was so excited, and it kept growing. And this might sound weird, but I thought about the sunflower a lot. I love flower analogies, you know, the ones where they talk about flowers blooming, even in hard conditions, or how they need rain to grow, all that good stuff. So I thought about how we didn't think the flowers would bloom, but they did. They survived a few tropical storms getting moved around, animals stomping them down, and the sunflowers started to become this reputation of hope for me. But a few days later, I went downstairs in the morning and my mom said, got some bad news, a creature ate your sunflower. And I thought, oof. But honestly, that's kind of how hope in a lot of things turns out. Hope in people, jobs, money. All of my life, I've thought that I needed to work on being hopeful. I would think, come on, Hope, it's literally your name. Get it together. But to be honest, I think I'm actually really good at it, just kind of scared of it. If I'm hopeful, I'll just get hurt. If you're not too hopeful, you can't be let down, right? But that day, I think it was just a reminder that my greatest hope has never and will never let me down. And yes, I'm talking about Jesus. And that I need to cling to that more. So maybe you're like me and find it a little bit scary to be hopeful, Maybe you have found yourself in too many situations where you were really hopeful and that hope was crushed. Or maybe it's because of this past year. Every month of COVID just making it harder and harder to be hopeful. I know I had a few friends tell me they were really hopeful about the new year and 2021, and my first thought was, I don't even want to let myself be hopeful because this year just made hoping feel scary. I'm just going to go in with no expectations and even slightly expecting the worst. 
But I think we feel that way because we're putting our hope in the wrong places. The virus ending, a vaccine, politicians, the weather getting better, springtime, the people around us, our job, money. And I mean, trust me, I think very, very often about a day where there's no scary virus and I can be with all the people I love and I can hug them without any anxiety and the weather is nice and people are a little bit kinder and less divided. I could literally go on and on and I'm sure you could too. A lot of these things aren't even inherently bad and are good things to find joy in. God created us for a community, so it's okay that I dream of a day where I can be in a room with tons of people that I love. It is also a God-given desire that I have for people to love each other better and that no one would feel fear because of the color of their skin. But none of that will ever be completely enough for me. Our world is broken and people are broken and so much of what we hope for leaves us feeling discouraged and helpless. But then there is this other hope. Like we see in the life of David, a hope that is not dependent on circumstances. This hope we can place in the hands of a God who sent his one and only son to die for us. Repeat that again. Think about that. To die for us. And then rose again, showing his power over death. A God we can find abundant and eternal life in. In the message translation of what David writes in verse 8, it says, So trust him absolutely, people. Lay your lives on the line for him. God is a safe place to be. Take a moment to sit in the truth that God is a safe place to be, that he can be trusted with our hope. And today, ask God to give you renewed hope. May the Lord give you joy and peace this week.